Hello and welcome to this one time at OU. We have a special guest with us today, the one and only Emo. She is a dear, wonderful friend of mine. This is Roz, by the way, doing a little solo chat with my friend while I'm in Athens. And um, Emo's been mentioned quite a few times on the podcast because I have a lot of stories involving Emo. And she uh, lives in Athens, uh, You know, came to school here and went to school with me. We lived together senior, my senior year. And uh, all the times I visited Athens has just been great because I always get a visit in with Emo because uh, she never left Athens. She just fell in love with the place, didn't you, Emo? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, right. And plus, she also introduced Tim and I, uh, the other host. Which uh, is, I don't remember that, but wonderful. I'm glad I did. Well, when we think of back about uh when we were here we're like how did we know each other and he i think lived next door to you i think that's right back um the year before we lived together when you were on mound street maybe um and i was on east gate yeah probably when we were neighbors when we were neighbors uh, um and then of course like how everyone met each other we just ended up in the same place at the same time at some point. And right. And we just kind of bonded <laughs> with, uh, I know I can't remember exactly when I met you either, except that. Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I know. I feel like I've known you forever, but I know we didn't meet till probably junior year or so, I, no, sophomore year I because think, I was friends with like Tracy Wonder. and Right. Yeah. I think we even met freshman year, but we became friends by yes, sophomore. Yes, because you were Jefferson. And then we were good friends by junior Yes, because yeah. so another thing we do on this podcast is we say, what years did you go to OU and where you lived and where you worked? So we both went, lived in Jefferson, yep, freshman, freshman year. year, 1986, Jeff Hall. And you're from New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey. That's where I grew up. And I, I, so let's just start there. Why did you come to Ohio University, small town Athens, Ohio, from New Jersey? To me, that seems a leap. I was actually born in Ohio. I was born in Bowling Green. My father was getting his PhD in Bowling Green, but we had moved to New Jersey by the time I was three or four, <clears throat> maybe three and a half, something like that. So I had somewhat of a So you visited connection. Ohio? Well, I have a second cousin from Cleveland who's the same age as I am, also graduated 86 like we did. And um, so the connection I felt to Ohio, maybe by just having been born in the state, but also that one particular cousin, we were friends and we would alternate summers that we would visit each other. You know, she would fly to New Jersey, I'd fly out to Cleveland the next summer. And she had mentioned she was applying to OU. And I didn't know anything about Athens or OU or much of anything. I didn't even really consider college something that I wanted to do necessarily. My parents had hoped and begged. Right. And uh, finally, I started applying to places far, far away, West Coast, you know. Was it all about getting away from the parents? Yes, thinking, you know, <laughs> farther, better, and right. all that. And then by the time when it was all said and done, Ohio University was probably the closest place that I had been accepted to, got into, and I got some cold feet, I think. And it was just like, oh, maybe that would be the safer place. For, you know, that'd be closer to home. And it just seemed more realistic. Oh, so you maybe. could have gone to California or something? I don't even know if I got, I think it was New Mexico. And, and uh, ah, I didn't know. I can't options. remember all the places I had applied, but had bigger visions of thinking of getting farther away would be good. So, 
just thought, okay, well, you know, I got accepted. There were places I didn't get accepted to. <laughs> I right. mean, it was not like I was a stellar student necessarily. Um, I remember thinking mm-hmm. I wanted to get kind of far away from the parents too, even though I'm from Cleveland and it was just four hours. That was still pretty far, right. you know, so, and there, you know, it was hard to get home. So 10 was and becoming so, like, oh my, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to go to like Cleveland State. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> and I would be honest that I felt a little underwhelmed when I first came to Athens or OU oh, because you? I did come from a uh, metropolitan New York area, so it was a little like, oh my, uh, right? It, it, it just seems, you know, really out there. I bet. <laughs> like, I bet very wow. country, very, very country. country, and just not. I wasn't, you know, I was like, okay, and um, I don't know if I loved it right away, but I think by Thanksgiving, I was enjoying college life, and then by the time I eventually did graduate, which was it took me a little while. I think I was five and a half or so. Yeah. Five full years and a couple summers and whatever, eventually uh, graduating. And by then, I um, I mean, I was very much at home, you know, and in some ways stuck financially well, or somewhat. and your animals. I had a lot of I, I always do. like to say she had too many animals to, <laughs> to move back to Jersey. It would have been harder to, to relocate. Let's just say that, or to find anywhere that I could have my all the pets that I've already acquired and that I was keeping and uh, loved dearly, and had quite a few rescued animals uh, since. Yeah, still do currently. <laughs> and yes. I'm on the board of the Athens County Humane Society, so yeah, full circle that way too. So. That is great. I mean, big dog lover, this woman. She's, and, cats, and cats and, and turtles. Well, you name it. Bunnies. I have the critters. I'm on them. You know, I, I'm. I'm I'm concerned about their well-being. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. And she says donate to the, what was that, the Athens, Athens County Humane Society. Athens County Humane Society. Please. A little plug for them. Donate <laughs> Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Spay so, neuter. Anyway. <laughs> so um, I know that uh, you've lived a lot of places in, in Athens. And so in college, let's see, we were talking about Jefferson. Oh, okay. And then where did you live sophomore year? I lived year? in Ray House. The following year, and that was—I don't even know if it's still there. That I must, don't know I, if they demolished off where it. I lived isn't, so it's probably not. Because the one with the um, the the clock—that's how you could always tell. Oh what it was. yes. So that was my sophomore year. My junior year, I lived on East State Street, and then I lived on Mount Street with you. Yes. And then with I, a particle board for walls. Yes. <laughs> don't you think and about I had that a now? Size water bed. Do you remember oh, that? Oh yes, and I had a water bed too. <laughs> we, we both. Rocked water beds. I think Tiff did too. I think she did too. Oh my god, we had three in the house. Three hot women with water beds. We were so cool. Uh (laughs) So um, that is so funny. Yeah, I remember. uh, I think about that particle board now. I'm like, (laughs) we thought it was cool. You could put posters in it. It was just fine. (laughs) Now I'm like, what a cheap guy. (laughs) So Um, then you moved where after? Then I was on Schaefer Street, which is just little bit of ways from where I live currently where I've lived now almost 20 years in this home but after that I lived um in the country and out in the out Amesville way Millfield yeah. in Amesville most uh the longest I lived uh before the house I'm in currently though uh the home I bought was um a cute little place on uh that was my castle uh but it was also 
very country living outhouse wood stove. It was the stone yes. house. This was a very interesting house. It was where a I remember. Home. It was built by what art architects and it's in yeah so. by art students or art architects? architects and architects. art students and yeah. art artists I guess. Uh, and a lot of stained glass windows yeah. and and I lived there for seven years and many of those years alone and I was very really much, alone. Wow. Yeah, and I, I it was hard living, but I also was very. Um, it was something that I felt good about or you know i really enjoyed living there it was some it was a time and place you and your animals me and my animals and my wood stove and outhouse and a little pond and yeah doing my my thing oh my god that is is still the most prettiest outhouse i have ever bedded (laughs) it was like so cool i don't remember a lot of details just that i was like wow it was a throne it's an outhouse but it's a throne (laughs) but now i have you know two indoor toilets and a thermostat and that's nice too oh (laughs) yes you definitely come a long way and and you really just i mean we talk about on this podcast how athens just really kind of pulls you in and just the sense of community and just laid back and chill and and pretty and Rolling Hills, you know, so many people just love this town. It's it's really got some yeah. sort of magic to it. it there think. is, there is. It's it's uh, especially probably uh, as well as the uh, kids that come for college and have that you know kind of that growth and experience during you know a critical time in their lives. They're you know becoming young adults and blah blah blah. Now my my two stepdaughters grew up here and, and they've moved to Columbus and I, I they don't see Athens the same way. Right, I'm sure you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but it's still, um, I mean, I would still say they consider it home to some degree, um, but. Yeah. yeah, and then what about some of the jobs that you've had here in Athens? Well, I was a worker owner at Casa for many, many years. And, yes, and then, we interviewed Grace <laughs> from Casa. Right. And, um, and, you know, Casa's another Place with a great following so you were an integral part of oh, its success yeah. i would say <laughs> sure um it was all her yeah well in the 90s i was there most of the 90s um and i worked some other places in town like um the red bug cafe i don't know if you'd remember that that was probably after you had left um import house of course and that's still here yeah and, uh, different jobs oh village bakery you name it and I had multiple jobs at once often also but after that i was an activity coordinator um and an, an assisted living community and did that for many years and then i've been a case manager for uh, a mental health agency based out at a, a local school that was very rewarding and i loved it and did a lot of social work kind of work then um loved it but i was ready for a change and right now i'm a children's librarian at the plains library the athens county public libraries um and i've been doing that for a couple of years and i really enjoy that now yeah right. so you've like raised a family and, yep and have and my cats and dogs continue. and they walk by but we have a crate of animals going by people just i wish we could show them they're adorable um so we like to tell stories on this podcast because oh it's called this one time at OU. So I know you probably have a lot of stories and maybe some you'd endless. rather not tell. I know. But <laughs> what's what's one of your favorite stories if someone said, Tell me about this one time at OU? This one time at OU. So I have to it's a little hard to remember, you know. Because I've been here 30 plus years. How many years? 86? I mean, that would be, what, 34? Yeah, I mean, we're th- uh, people are talking about the 30th reunion this summer. Oh, 30th of from our graduating. Friends, from when I graduated. So. And I didn't graduate so, that year. Damn. But still, so yes. 
been here yeah, 30 plus years. Like 35 years almost. Ugh. So this, the memories and the stories and, and um, kind of all can blend together and I forget who knows who from when, you know. <laughs> um, right. And if I was a student at the time. One other thing I mentioned, though, that, uh, you know, I went to school for five or so years and then mostly I would consider myself a community member or, you know, um, not so connected to OU. But right. when I was working um, with social work, I, I worked with kids on campus for many a summer. I'm trying to, I'm going to quickly guess five, six, seven years of summers. Kids on campus is a, um, a, a program for area kids and they, the summer programming anyway is at OU. So, but you're talking OU students, right? No, I'm talking... Uh, uh, little kids. School-age oh, okay. children. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm talking about... Yeah. I wanted to make sure. Because, yeah. you know. So they, they had the camp The camp is on campus in the sense that um, they would we meet on campus. There'd be field trips and other things, but a lot of the uh, programming or the activities, everything was on campus. Oh, okay. So I, I felt reconnected to Athens. Or OU, I'm sorry. I so you were dealing with kids from the community, but taking them on campus. Yeah, they were... This, this, yeah. The, the program itself is... Based. It's called uh, Kids on Campus oh, cool. for school-age kids. Yeah. Nice, anyway, so nice. just that was another way I've also had a connected connection to OU. Having lived here so long and feeling like, oh, well, my OU experience really is from the 80s. Right. <laughs> and very early 90s. Yes. But um, somebody might be knocking on the door. <laughs> um, but anyway, so any the, but the story that came to mind, yeah. since you're here, uh, and you just interviewed Tony at Tony's. I did, yes. It was so fun. I know. That's sweet. And that it um, evoked a um, Tony's memory that I think I may have still been a college student. I may have been a graduate at that time. but um, And this would have been, so it would have been early 90s at least, that a couple of friends of mine, two um, young women then, uh, were going to hitchhike, and they did hitchhike across the <laughs> Nice days. They did it more than once, back and forth, and blah blah blah. Yeah, I mean, we but... had friends that hitchhiked. I mean, <laughs> well, you it was probably... pretty normal <laughs> yeah, to what? drop a friend off on the side of the highway. <laughs> right. I mean, I never did it. I wasn't gutsy enough, but uh, so these two you wouldn't do it these days. I no, guess. I know. <laughs> or if our children did, ah. But um, so we were meeting at Tony's. They were going to leave soon, and it was uh, two women in there and one dog, and somebody had brought um, a little mace. Thing. Uh, it's like a little container, little spray, little spray yeah. that um, was on the bar. Uh, we were in a booth, or some of us were in a booth. It was laying there on a table, and there was smoking in in um, the bars then, of course. And there were right. ashtrays, and there was you know things on the table. I my recollection is that I may have quit smoking cigarettes at that time. I had I'm a quitter now for many 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 years, but you know I had been a smoker. Well, anyway, I was fidgeting. And I was playing with this, what I thought was a lighter. And I remember like, oh, how does this work? And I pushed down on a button. There was like, it really <laughs> resembled a lighter in so many ways. And I pushed down and then almost in slow motion, you could see the spray going across the table. And my friend, Rick, who I'm not giving last names, but um, he was on probation at the time as well. And you may remember why. Well, that's a whole different story. But anyway, <laughs> he was not supposed to be in bars. He was on probation. So this is oh. midday, um, hanging out in the bar, getting ready to send our girls off on their on their adventure. And uh, <laughs> and I'm playing with the lighter, <laughs> I thought, and push this button. And you see this, this 
I don't know, liquid go across the table and hit him right in the eyes. And then he screamed and he <laughs> ah! and Emo, why'd you do that? Kind of thing. And I was like, oh my god, what is this? And he's running out of the bar. And I don't know if this is true or not, but somebody said in a police was driving by at the same time that Rick's running out and having a you know, he was like running for his dear life. I mean, it was really painful. Oh. Um, but why'd you do this? And I'm just holding this thing like, I don't know, and I didn't know it was mace. I didn't know anybody brought it, and I didn't have you know, it just was one of those impulsive moments that just ended up really hurting him and the fact that it went directly (laughs) in his eye it's just him it really was not any place else on his body it went boink because he was sitting across from me and i'm like like if if someone was attacking you yeah it worked it worked (laughs) it worked ladies exactly it did work and uh he was in a lot of pain poor rick but he also is somebody who knows that i'm kind of a sensitive person that didn't intentionally hurt any you know i would have been i'm sorry and you know and explain it he was i think felt a little bad that i felt as bad as i did as well you know in a way and it was probably about a half an hour 45 minutes that he was in quite a lot of pain and i think we probably walked back up to mount oh wait maybe like did, don't mount. you rinse off your face or something yes i mean yeah, i don't he, know what you do when you get sprayed well he mace. did i think we eventually were all back at a house and we were, i was probably a shaver by then it must have been that house um and rinsed, you know, tried to rinse it out and just kind of, he experienced the experience because he had never been mazed before. So right. I gave him that opportunity to <laughs> know what it feels like to get um, maced. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. But it was kind of a sequence of events too. It just was, you know, and then, and then my girlfriends, they, they cut it out. I think they probably left not too long after that. Um, that's my, my memory of it. It was just one afternoon, one Time at OU, I guess, or one time at Tony's, and whoops. Yes, yes. And we had a lot of, like, when I was, you know, trying to think of all of our adventures together, we had a lot of, like, road trips. Oh, yeah. Together. Um, At one point, we were both dating guys that was in a band. Oh, that too. That's right. And remember, we went, like, on a mini road trip and slept in a VW bug. Tim's VW. I think we went to Indiana. Uh, yeah, and we what went to... Mobius Cobius shows. Mobius Cobius, that was it. <laughs> Mobius Cobius tour. <laughs> <laughs> right. Two right. places. Like, was it two shows? Oh, probably. Like, in, in somewhere, maybe Indiana and Illinois, or I don't remember now, but... I mean, I slightly remember, and it was Tim's van. Um, we, like, slept another, in the parking lot in Tim's van. Yeah. yeah. Just well, like they had we two would. beds. <laughs> they had two beds. And there were other... I mean, because there was more of us in the van, or and there were more people in the van, I guess, other bands or... Cars, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess we slept, slept in a lot of cars. We did. Yeah, I did what you had to do. Had fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. No. And I remember that one. Do you remember in the one bar? Um, I do remember there was like two shows and one went well, but the other show did not go well okay. because those drunk, like frat guys were yelling, "Play Gloria." Oh. Do you remember that? They're like, "Play Gloria." No. And they were like, I mean... "We don't know Gloria." <laughs> like. It was, uh, you know, more deadhead type music, Owen Brothers type music, and um, and I just remember those drunk frat boys were being so obnoxious, and they were like, Rick was like, "We are never playing Gloria." Oh, I <laughs> barely it got a little that. dicey there. Did and it? I was a little like, oh god, what's oh, happening? No. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, I can imagine that. <laughs> yes, it's funny how you remember certain things. Like, I just remember the, you do, Gloria. And that song is the worst, that Gloria song. Um, oh. I don't want to start singing it. Do but, you two um, No, oh, that oh. from the 70s. The, like, oh. oh, my gosh. Tim, 
you need to find that song and insert it now into the podcast because that would be funny, but you know. Oh, I don't remember the song. Now I do. Yes, that song. I'm thinking of a YouTube Please song. Please delete that and insert the real song. But, oh, uh, I barely, I don't even and, remember the song And still, hardly. whenever I hear that song, I think of that memory and how those drunk crap boys wanted Gloria. Oh, and that makes more G-L-O-R-I-A. sense. G-L-O-R-I-A. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's a interesting. I don't remember yeah. all that. But. And then we took a lot of trips out to the country and did hiking and went to the fly ranch. Yeah, and I and uh, just uh, a lot of good times with my friend Emo and here for a short time so we're gonna go enjoy a cider the cider house together and i want to thank her so much and we're gonna have her on again when i'm down and she's gonna think of some more good stories oh, for us the floodgates are open <laughs> the floodgates are open thank you emo Thanks, <laughs>